What's up, everybody? Um, I've talked a lot about the work part of it, and now I'm in non-work mode, and I thought it would be interesting to capture this part, too. Uh, like, I'm spent, done working, ears heard, I'm starting to not really care, even though I'm making some good moves, and I'm learning how to make good moves, good decisions. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just spent right now. So I'm just kind of relaxing, and which is something I don't normally do. I'm just trying to think about what to do next. Um, the song I was mixing, it still needed something. I felt like it was in its final stage, and um, I talked to a friend of mine recently, um, actually just yesterday, who's a fantastic bass, bass player, one of my old bandmates, um, and I guess kind of still is, and um, he's going to play some bass on this. I think that'll really help it, because it needs a little something extra. It's not quite there yet. And... Um, you know, and I think even after he does it, then maybe I'll find more people to send it to. Because uh, it definitely needs a little something. I don't know. What's up, everybody? This is Brad with DIY Music. And I got something that just kind of uh, is starting to resonate with me. Been contacting a few people. Uh, contacted one person on Instagram. And uh, so just, you know, I, I like the stuff they were posting. And then they said it was like $6 for a post. It's like, no, thank you. You know, I, I understand, you know, of course, $6 is not that much money. It's not the direction I'm going in at the moment. I think it's a great price point if they're able to, you know, get value out of it. And I contacted another producer about collaborating. He said $10 to collaborate. And again, it's definitely not the price point. Like, I've canceled sales on eBay that just so I couldn't find the item. And like, you know, it's no sweat off my back. But the idea like to the producers that are doing this kind of thing um yeah there's a time and a place for it but you also have to check out the other person like do you really want that ten dollars or do you want to build something like a collaborative partnership that works or do you or do you want like ten dollars and just like half-ass a beat you know it doesn't make much sense to me i just wanted to touch on that um I think always go long-term whenever possible. That's why I do eBay. So I don't have, you know, if someone contacts me and asks me to collaborate, I don't need that short-term money. I can look at their profile, see what they sound like, decide if it's the right fit for me. So then if my answer is no, my answer is not going to be no because of $10. It's going to be no because it doesn't map to what I'm doing. Something to think about because I, I, I am. It's, if this is a regular occurrence, then maybe it's something I need to learn. But uh, for now, I don't know. It just seems kind of odd. Hey, everybody. Brad with DIY Music. And I just wanted to provide an update about the last post that I made about uh, people charging. And uh, the dude got back to me, and he was actually really nice and um, respected the fact that I didn't go crazy. I guess he gets a lot of that. I don't know. Um, but that's why I'm not doing that, because I don't want to deal, deal with all that stuff. I'm just cutting out that money, you know. There's definitely a time for that, but I don't think it's right now. But, um, you know, I responded a, uh, to him pretty politely and, uh, you know, understood where he was coming from as well. And he said people steal his melodies. And so I'm, I'm not sure where that's coming from, but I'm sure it's based upon his past experience. So, you know, not judging. And that's that's part of the game, too, is just, uh, you know, when, when you get things like that that happen, you just keep rolling. Like, 
because things are only going to get tougher and weirder in the music industry as you move up. Like, like I said, when I, uh, my, my last foray, probably around 2004, five, six ish, when I was trying to get some actual placements on beats, um, the amount of crazy that I dealt with was just too much for me. Uh, so I think hopefully I'm going into it from a better perspective, but I'm also going into it. I'm trying to focus more and more on me because trends change and sounds change. But once you develop your own sound, nobody, like all I can do is try to copy it. And it's never going to be, you know, Xerox style. Like it's never going to be as good as the original. So that's kind of what I'm aiming for. But yeah, I just want to touch base on that. So like if you get that kind of reply, just make sure you're nice back to them. Because I think that's that's what I did to the best of my ability. And I think I appreciated it. And I said, well, maybe I'll, our paths will get some time. And I was a little bit careful with my wording. Um, it, I, I used the word understand instead of some, you know, some other long five-word phrase. And um, Yeah, anyway, these, these are just little updates here. Hey, what's up? Brad with DIY Music and uh, coming at you with a more normal post here. And I wanted to talk about using what you have. So if you ever order anything from Sweetwater, they will send you a huge catalog full of awesome, expensive stuff for you to look at. And it's fun. And you can sit there and dream and look at $10,000 compressors and $15,000 microphones. But I think what is a better move is looking around where you're at, you know, like where you keep your studio stuff. What do you currently have? Like for me, oh, a little bit of noise. Um, like for me, I have the uh, Fostex X55. It's an old tape deck. I got the Avid Artist Mix, and I guess like the medium level machine that I, you know, oddly enough, Labor Day, I probably, this is the anniversary of when I had it from whatever amount of years ago. So that's what I got. And YouTube changed their thing where you can't just download stuff with the Firefox plugin. So I had to change up my game and it was actually fun. I, um, I went out of my computer into the Fostex for samples, and that's also like kind of like an immediate test of how good you are at sampling, because when you go back to play that stuff to record it back into your computer, you can tell if it, you know how good you are at picking out hot samples or not. And the other thing about YouTube, of course, is uh, you can literally see how many other people have been there. I kind of do the math, okay, like what number of these people were producers, which part did they probably grab? Um, but it's also a great way just, you know, you're sitting at home or on your phone, wherever, checking out new stuff to sample. And I'm, I'm keeping a private playlist because, you know, it is YouTube and, you know, if, if you're going to turn something into a song, you don't want another producer coming along and stealing it. So I got a private playlist just titled Samples. And then if every if, if anything ever comes up of like, hey, where'd you get that sample from? I can go back to the playlist and that's what it's for. It's not there for me to keep secrets or anything. It's for record keeping purposes. Um, and I'm also trying to, I just started this last night, but I'm also trying to screenshot anything that I think is really gonna turn into a song as I'm putting it onto the tape deck. So I just went through two tapes um, and out of that, you know, I'm, I'm recording as fast as possible. So it's not a full 90 minutes because when I record fast, then I can slow it down and, you know, do different things with pitch and that sort of thing. But um, I think I've located one, one sample. And I, I spent a while last night 
Got about two and a half tapes full, and I went through the first one, nothing. Second tape, you know, or at least nothing that I that like really grabbed me the same way it did when I was first hearing it. So there's one sample, I pitched it down half speed, and then it's time to load it up in the machine and see if I can actually turn it into something. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I guess that's it, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention is take a listen to... Um, really anything by Mikachu and the Shapes, if you really want to hear what you can do with a lack of equipment. I mean, in some of these songs, she's using literally a vacuum cleaner. That's She puts a vacuum cleaner in a song. And like, you know, I can only imagine all the other instruments that, you know, she makes herself and she doesn't sound like anybody. Like, that's what I think we should all be aiming for is I'm not saying I'm not saying that you need to go grab your vacuum cleaner and put it into a song but figure out what that is for you and I'm trying to do the same thing too it's not like I've got this figured out you know um it's it's a journey and it always will be I was watching Pensado's place and um I I just love how open-minded Dave Pensado is where he's picking the guests like they're on his show and he's picking their brains about tips that he can do. And this dude's like, you know, I believe he's won like a few Grammys. So like that, that's 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 awesome. Just keeping an open mind and uh, and and using what you got. Um, and and I think that that's your because there's really no limitations anymore as far as computer technology goes. So you almost have to limit yourself, you know, in in one way if you can try that, like you know uh, just for forever imagine that you can't download stuff from youtube even even if that extension comes back just imagine you can't and you have to use a tape deck that'll make you more careful and more honest about your sample choices